I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Well, we just had one of the most requested guests ever on the podcast. We did. We absolutely did. And who did we have on? And it was a hoot. We had the other third of us. The other third. The other pregnant. So there's two out of three pregnant at the moment, and that is Victoria and myself. (laughs) It's not me. Uh, Yeah, we had our dear friend Victoria Shenna on, and we put up a poll a couple of weeks ago on our Instagram. We're like, who do you think is going to be on the podcast? And I think 93% said Victoria, and we're like, well, we got to give the people what the people want. Absolutely. And last week we mentioned that we were going to come on this week and talk about pregnancy and all that kind of stuff. So what a better person to have on. And we spoke about pregnancy, what we've been feeling, how we've been feeling, cravings, people's opinions which I have found very interesting being pregnant but we speak about like even coming from my point of view who like is not in a relationship Mm -hmm. obviously not pregnant Mm -hmm. we talk about that and you both being career woman we discuss what motherhood and careers look like and it's a good conversation because both of you are very very different yeah absolutely so it was 50 minutes and it was really fun you know when you're having I mean some people don't know this but when you're recording podcasts and you have a conversation like that it just flows so easy and you could literally talk for hours mm. it so, was literally like we were sitting down having a conversation but we press record yeah exactly and we always want our episodes to feel like you're all involved mm. so if you have any feedback or questions please dm us on curious conversations and if you have any ideas for any other upcoming guests too um who may be melbourne based would be great we potentially might be going to LA in November. So if you have any LA people. You've, you've said it now. You can't now you've said it. We gotta do it. I That's know. how I operate. We are doing it. Um so need to get one last little business trip out of the way before I birth this child. My little ragazza comes back into the world. Yes. So we hope you love this episode and yeah. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share with all your friends. And And um, DM us on Instagram. We love hearing from you guys. And follow Vic. She loves it. (laughs) I'm pretty sure she's on private. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Enjoy. I love Travis Kelsey. Me too. I hate Taylor Swift. I love Travis. But I kind of like them together. I want Travis to be my... I need to find myself a Travis. But he's a bit of a player. Do you think you know, so? Like, the yeah, way he, he treats a, her is so beautiful. Yeah, because cameras. But he's got a dating show. He had a dating show. He's like the number one biggest player in the NFL. I just want I'm like here a for big, muscular, <laughs> like, oh, he's so hot. I had a crush on him well before Taylor Swift was dating. Remember I said? I didn't even know who he was. Oh, I only know, <laughs> I only know because of Damien and because when the Chiefs were in the um, Super Bowl this year, I like fell in the love who? with him. The, the Kansas Chiefs. That's who he plays for. <laughs> I would go just to one of their games same. to be in the same stadium as her. Yeah. As her or him? Oh, no, no. As, <laughs> as him. her. Not her. Not her. 
Um, I had the biggest crush on him and I, he, you know, the way he, I said to you ages ago, I'm like, he's not hot. It's just Did the you way. Cut yourself? Yeah, this morning. Okay. Um, it's the way he presents himself. So I think he's very good looking. It's because have you seen him on the field when he dances, when he gets like, yeah, and he's, like, he's got BDE. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Outfit choices. Yeah. Yes, that's another thing. You should see his brother. His brother looks like an absolute dweeb. I watched the podcast. I watched their podcast. Did you? Snippets. And he's yeah. like, they're so different. Yeah, they're so different. But his brother's really sweet. He but his brother's a better player than him, apparently. Oh, oh really? Mm. But so when because the, they both played in the Super Bowl, yes. and his mum had half the Chiefs jacket and then half who they play, um, New York Jets or something. Does he no, no, no. Nah, that's not who was in the Super Bowl. Another team, I can't remember. And cute. half and half, it was so cute. Her jacket was like custom made. It was oh. really cute. Because she obviously had to go for both. And he's like, hey, mama. I'm like, oh. My algorithm so is just Taylor Swift at You're the moment. You're saying me too. That, people going to watch the movie and then singing. Like, is the movie so on in Melbourne? That's yeah, it's out. Yes. Yeah, I'm oh, take the kids. But yeah. is it really? Yeah, it's out. I saw Kat, my manager, she there went to one in Sydney. like an influencer opening or whatever. I wasn't no invited. Way. I wouldn't have gone <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh my God, Sarah's recording. Oh. Okay, so today… Welcome to Curious Conversations. We have a very requested guest. Very good request. We put a poll up the other night and it was like, who do you want on the podcast? And it was... It was actually you that won. Victoria. <laughs> Victoria Shena. Welcome. Woo! Now, Thanks for having me. Oh, my God, of course. People are probably time. like, who is Victoria Shena? Just a nobody, guys. Just a nobody. <laughs> no, you're a fucking legend and we love you. You're, you're the third one in the Italian series. We're the Sarah. three best friends. <laughs> <laughs> we're literally the three musketeers. But we're so excited because Vic and I are currently on a pregnancy journey. We are. And you're a little bit ahead of me. Remind mm-hmm. me again, is it four or five I'm weeks? 18 weeks today. So, okay, I'm so four weeks. Four weeks, yeah, because yeah, I'm 13 and a half. And Obviously, last night, we, uh, last night, last week, we broke the news. Hello, I'm pregnant. And then we wanted to talk about pregnancy this week. So we're like, perfect opportunity to have Vic on. Can you just tell us a little bit about your pregnancy so far? It's been a dream. Yeah, you're very lucky. <laughs> <laughs> like, without sounding like one of those women, I haven't been sick. Yeah. Um, like, from the moment I peed on the stick, yeah. I felt energetic, not sick. One, yeah. one stick or how many sticks? Oh, I think I put on about 12. Yeah. I still have them. I'm keeping them for my daughter one day so she can see. You can frame them. I just had to make sure I was pregnant. Um, yeah, I've been fine the whole time. Just yeah. really tired. That's it. And then Ty was like, hey, I'm pregnant and I'm dying. And I was like, oh, great. I feel so bad. Do no, you? I feel bad for her. Yeah, like, and then yeah. I felt bad talking about yeah. that I was fine and I had great days. Like I'd message yeah. Tully and be like, how are you feeling? And she's like, oh, I just threw up. But I'm like, oh, cool. Yeah. Sorry. And Vic was like, I feel so bad. I'm like, no, 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 don't feel bad because it's so clear that everyone has such different pregnancy journeys. And I think yeah. that's another reason why we want to talk about it today because I had a very different experience to what you have. Yeah. I've got a question for both of you. What is the thing that surprised you most so far about being pregnant? Or like you weren't expecting or you're like, huh. I didn't realise. Okay, one, I didn't realise morning sickness was all day, all night sickness. It's fucked. Um, and also I didn't understand, and I don't know if this happens to everyone, but the constant gagging and throwing up in the morning, like the liquid, it is a lot. <laughs> Which uh, it's completely different to what Vic has had. What would you be yours? Do you know what? I actually feel better being pregnant than I did before. Really? Yeah, physically, mentally, everything. 
Like, is it because you're looking after yourself more? or you No, just I just think I generally just feel better within wow. myself. It's really strange. Really, it's really strange. Like I feel like being pregnant is like. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, it's super yeah. empowering. Like at the start, and we spoke about this last week, at the start I found it to be, and it was probably hormones, like super isolating. Not that I, like I had yeah. people around me, but it's super yeah. isolating, lonely, and you feel this sense of like I felt a sense of like depression. I haven't felt that in a very long time. Um, and I also felt a little bit guilty. I don't know why. Being pregnant? Yeah. I, I shouldn't say I don't know why. I do know why. I felt really guilty that I fell pregnant. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say easy. Mm-hmm. It was your first try. It was my first try and I felt pregnant. And I'm so, 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 so grateful and I feel super blessed that I can conceive and we didn't have any dramas. But I've got a lot of friends and we've had people on the podcast before talk about fertility. Yeah. And they've been together with their partners for a much longer time than what I've been mm-hmm. with Damien. So I felt this like massive guilt that it was not hard. Yeah, I was the same. Yeah. Like we were the third try, but I've been on the pill for like 20 years yeah. before that. Um, so it was a third try after being off the pill and I was getting annoyed that it wasn't happening sooner, mm-hmm. to be honest. And then I was like don't be that person because there's people out there that actually can't mm. conceive or really struggle to conceive or need help to conceive. Yeah. And I even said to my husband, like, if this doesn't happen naturally, like, I'm not doing this. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then it happened naturally. Yeah. And it was the best surprise ever. Yeah. Like, it was the best thing ever. The yeah. first two times that your period came and you weren't pregnant, what was that like? I was upset. Like, mm, I yeah. was like, oh, it didn't work this time. Oh, mm. I didn't calculate it correctly you know you get to know your body a lot when you're trying to conceive and I totally recommend like starting to map it before you Mm. even try because you know I didn't know what you know ovulation discharge was because I've been on the pill for 20 years and I never ovulated um and the month the third month I was like I think that's what I meant to be looking out for Mm -hmm. and then we obviously did the deed and it worked yeah so yeah did you follow that yeah, I used flow. Yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 It's weird. Like, it's just like, I don't know. It's this like ultimate like guilt. But then having said that, I've been prepping my body even when I was yeah. single. Like, I'm I'm not a massive drinker. Yeah, like, neither. Don't do drugs. Like, no. all these things that like definitely play a part in a healthy body. Mm-hmm. And I've been prepping my body with like acupuncture with Nat Gringudis from the Pagoda Tree since like the end of, like, 2018. That's amazing. And I was so single then. Like, I had not, like, very, very single. <laughs> but I was just, like, I feel like in my life I'm going to meet something, as someone, sorry, and it's going to be super quick, quick yeah. and then it's going to happen. And I don't want to be in that position where I do have to go to, like, IVF. And maybe the, I, I didn't know. Like, I actually didn't know how fertile I was. Maybe that would be um, an option if I didn't. But yeah, so I feel like I have been prepping my body for a lot of years, but you still don't know if you're going to be fertile or not. No, you don't. And yeah. you don't know how fertile he's going to be either. Exactly. Yeah. So my husband's had two kids previously mm-hmm. and things can change. Like, yeah. you know, it's been six years since he had his daughter. So I was like, oh, maybe we both get tested. Like mm-hmm. I was at the point and then he's like, oh, maybe we're not compatible. And I'm like, let's just relax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Six to 12 months because of our age, like I'm 34. They say from 35 onwards, if nothing's happened from six months you need to go get tested. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, maybe we should start going to get tested. And I think I was just overthinking it. Don't yeah. overthink it. Like just have fun, do it, and, you know, hope for the best. Yeah. Have you both always had the vision of being mothers in your life? No. Yes, I I, I want to speak about that. <laughs> when did it switch? 
for me, I met my husband and he's obviously got two kids. Yeah. And I was like, we're done. This is amazing. He's got two kids. I don't have to go through it. Mm-hmm. I was terrified of being pregnant, mm-hmm. um, you know, of being sick and having the worst time ever. And then having my life shifted completely and having to look after this human and keeping it alive is terrifying to mm-hmm, me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went on a holiday at the start of the year to Italy and we were over there and I was like, Maybe we should just do it. Like oh. if it's now or if it's it's now or never. Like if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. And mm-hmm. like I said, like I don't want to go down the IVF path mm-hmm. if we can't do it naturally. Yeah. Um, and then we just started trying and I'm so excited to be a mum. Like I can't mm. wait. She's a girl. I can't yeah. wait for her to walk around and be like, mum, 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 and annoy the shit out of me constantly. Like yeah. I, I'm looking forward to that the most. Yeah. Oh, cute. Yeah. yeah, we're both having girls. So it's like, yeah. like two little besties. Yeah. Um. Yes, I have. I have always wanted to be a mum, like, ever since I was, like, super young. Mm. I've also wanted, I don't know why, the thought of being a working mum, like, really thrills me. Like, mm-hmm. I I really love balancing things. I work so much better when I'm under pressure. Mm-hmm. Like, if we have, like, a full week or deadlines, I work so, so, so much better. So I feel like That's so good. having a child, that kind of thrills me a little bit. That's not the only reason why. I just, I've always. <laughs> to get I, the most yeah, out of me. That's why no, I'm no, having no, a no, kid. No, no, no. I, um, <laughs> sounded so selfish. No, I've always wanted to be a mum. Like, even, like, growing up, I've always been really, really good with kids. Yeah. I kind of also, there was one stage when I was younger, I was like, oh, I want to work in childcare. Like, I've just always loved kids. And then ever since my sister had my nieces, I love them, and you would understand. We'll both of you yeah. understand this because you're both aunties. I love those girls. Like I've never loved anything so much in my whole entire yeah, life. And I see them. I see my sister with them, and I I always wonder. Oh, like I I, I want to have some. Like I don't know. I want to love something that like I don't know that much. That yeah, much. You do, like yeah. because I love the girls so 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 much. I have no like. I'm so excited to create a little human, like a little mini-me and love them and just like, I don't know, just kind of teach them the way of life. Yeah. What yeah. scares you most about motherhood? Oh, my God, there's a few things for me. Um, Are there? Nothing. Like I think because I've been around kids my mm-hmm. whole life pretty much. Um, I My stepbrother and sister came into my life when I was 10, so mm-hmm. I was like changing nappies and all that. Um, what probably scares me about motherhood is when they turn like a teenagers. That's yeah, probably true. the scariest part because I know what I did as a teenager mm-hmm. and I'm like, please don't do any of that yeah. because mm-hmm. I'm quite strict with my stepkids and I think I'll be quite strict with her. Um, but having the baby doesn't scare me. Sleepless nights doesn't scare mm-hmm. me. Probably keeping her alive scares <laughs> me. <laughs> and being responsible for her when yeah. she is so vulnerable mm-hmm. with such a little babe. But no, nothing. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm ready for the journey. Oh my God, how exciting. I'm not scared of like the pregnancy. I'm not scared of birth. Like I'm like whatever happens, happens. Mm-hmm. I'm more scared about postpartum and just like the life changes and just kind of all that stuff. And I know your body, your hormones are crazy. So I'm like, I don't know what kind of emotions I'm going to be feeling. Um, You're going to be crying probably. Like, probably. Me too, don't worry. <laughs> probably. We'll be doing it together. Yeah. <laughs> Another thing that scares me very similar to you, I don't really trust anyone no. like in the outer world. Like, no. I mean- Obviously, I do trust people, but there's a lot. Like, there's a lot that happens in the world that I'm like, I'm scared because I know in the future I won't be able to protect mm-hmm. my daughter, at, you know, all the time. Mm. And exactly the same. I know what I used to do as a teenager. I don't want my yeah. kid doing that. No, exactly. Same. Like, and then obviously, I don't know what the next ten years or fifteen years is going to look like. Like, I yeah. know drugs are very much 
in society now compared to when we were younger, mm. I just, that scares the shit out of me because I know I won't have, yeah, same. and I don't want to control my daughter, but like, I just don't trust. I think social media is a scary, oh, scary yes. place. Yeah. Um, I think for adults, it's scary enough, but you know, I've got nieces and nephews mm-hmm. and stepchildren that have a look at social media mm-hmm. and, you know, are quite influenced by it. And that kind of sucks because I'm yeah. like, when we grew up, there was none of that. Mm-hmm. And we just got to live a childhood that we got to live. And I'm going to try and keep my daughter off those devices for as long as I can. Absolutely. And I'm not saying she can't watch TV or any of that. But, you know, you're not having Instagram at the age of eight. You're not mm-hmm. having no. TikTok or, or any of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or a phone or whatever. Like the least contact with the internet world, the better, I think, yeah. for, for them. Yeah, I agree. And that's yeah. another thing. Like at the start, I thought I was having a boy. Same. Yeah. Everyone was like, you're having a boy, you're having a boy. So I was so convinced in my head that I was having Same. a boy. And I was kind of like a little bit disappointed at the start because I was like, I do not know what to do with a boy. Like I come from a family of girls. Like I just never had a brother. I have no idea what to do with a boy. So I'd kind of come to the realization. I was like, oh, having a boy. Great. Yeah, like got to be a footy on the weekends, like whatever. And then my OB called me and he's like, oh, you're actually having a girl. And I was like, no. Like I was a little bit shocked at the start because I was so convinced it was a boy and now I'm so excited but another thing that I'm terrified of is social media mm-hmm. and the pressure I obviously when I was a teenager I had really bad depression and an eating disorder and I know the pressure of looking a certain way for yeah. me was quite high yeah. and I could not imagine what that is like now for kids and then the thought of what it's going to be like in 15 years also scares the fuck out of me so that's something that like I think about all the time is I want to make sure I, in my parenting and the way I talk to my daughter mm-hmm. is I install a very positive language and just, um, you know, make sure she knows like your yeah, body like, isn't everything. Yeah, totally. That body, scares Body positivity out. is a huge one. Yeah. Um, yeah, people in my life that are going through similar mm-hmm. to what you went through, Tal, and it's just like. You know, I want her, whatever size, whatever, you know, mm-hmm. hair colour, whatever, she needs to know that she's beautiful. Yeah. She needs mm. to know that she's worth something because, you know, there are people out there that will knock you down to make mm-hmm. themselves feel better and that's not happening to my daughter. I'm the same. Because they're going to have to get through me first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm the same. I'm just like how – and then I like think about it. I'm like, okay, how am I going to do this? Like, That's I think- what I was thinking. How do you build up your child's self-worth? From a young age. You've yeah. got to do yeah. it from like two yeah. Okay. With affirmations. Yeah. Like I think at nighttime, like sometimes me and Lenny, my stepdaughter, will do affirmations at mm-hmm. nighttime and I'll be like, you're beautiful. And she'll mm-hmm. be like, I'm beautiful. And she'll just repeat what I say. Mm-hmm. And I think you have to do that with Agreed. them. So then mm. it instills in their brain that, you know what, I'm beautiful no mm-hmm. matter what I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like or who I am. Yeah. 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 I agree. There's also amazing. And I think affirmations are so important and um, like meditation, all that kind mm-hmm. of stuff. Like meditating at that age is probably not ideal, but you could definitely put on meditation yeah, music and, they just and stuff like that. Quietly, yeah. Exactly. And there's also a book and we can put it in the show notes and I'll send it to you as yeah. well. It's by um I don't know if you guys have read the um book. It's called Manifest or Seven Steps of Manifesting mm-hmm. by Roxy can't remember her last name, but she's just bought out a children's version. Oh, And I amazing. actually want to buy it for the twins. And then I'm like, fuck, I want to buy it for myself because I yeah. think that's nice to have in the nursery. Yeah, I agree. And then when they start I mean, you start reading to them yeah. whenever. Yeah. Um, but I think stuff like that. But good question because I'm like, it's going to be a work in progress. I probably want to do completely, and and my mom doesn't listen to this, so it's fine. I want to <laughs> do completely the opposite. Not that my mom didn't. You know, uh, the like, opposite of opposite what, to what my mom did. did yeah. Because I, and that was the generation thing, mm-hmm. I think. Like, I think now, you know, affirmate, it's more 
positive language. Tal and I have had this conversation numerous times, Mm. right? You obviously reflect back on what your parents did and where you felt unloved and Mm -hmm. all that. And so naturally when you become a parent in that area where you felt underloved, you're going to overcompensate. Oh, absolutely. But then there's going to be other aspects mm-hmm. that, that you don't. You don't, And mm-hmm. that's when your kid will be like, well, my parents didn't do this. Yeah. So like you overcompensate for something that your parents didn't have, but something that came naturally from them that you might not do mm-hmm. for your kid, they might be like, fuck, my parent didn't do that. So yeah, it's hard. Like there's going to be a way where you fuck up your kids. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And you have to be like, I and they're always going to blame us. Yes, of course. Like, no matter what, I yeah. still blame my mum or my dad, and I'm mm-hmm. 33, 34 years old. Like yeah, for things, have you? Has your relationship with your parents changed, or your view on your parents changed since you've become pregnant? No, I think I turned like a certain age in my life, and yeah. then my view changed. Like I moved out of home, and I yeah. became quite close to my mom, and then mm. I became closer to my dad. Um, and we've been quite a close family since the beginning, but. No, not really. Mm. I just think, yeah, maybe, I don't know, Dad's always like, you okay? Yeah. yeah. Are you feeling like more than Caring. normal? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think like same thing. Like I've, But I also think my parents are more, not that they've ever checked in on me, but they're always like, how are you feeling today? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. make sure you don't overdo it, do mm. this, especially mm-hmm. my dad. <clears throat> and my dad's currently going through like six weeks of radiation. So I call him every day or he'll message me every day. And he's like, are you okay? So we're mm. both like kind of checking in on yeah, each other. Yeah, that's beautiful. So it's kind of nice. So our relationship, I mean. But has deepened in a way, has a deepened, more beautiful way. Yeah, yeah. but um, maybe come back to me when I have the child. I might <laughs> yeah, have I know. more respect for my, not respect, but like I might feel a different way to my parents. Because yeah. oh, no, having a child, I, no idea, but I presume it's. Hard, like difficult. I yeah. say that because I can imagine how, like, I know I was a naughty teenager. Mm-hmm. Vic, you've told me. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh my God, the shit I put my parents same. through. Yeah, like, same. I couldn't imagine, a, like, your own kid doing that to you. Yeah. I do think that a lot because, I mean, I probably, like, I mean, I think we all did things we shouldn't have done, but I feel bad the way that I treated my mom when I was sick. Same. Like, if my if my daughter goes through what I did, I think it would break my fucking heart. Mm. And I just, some of the stuff that I used to say to my mom, like if my daughter said that to me, I think I would break. I think I hit an age where I was like, you always look up to your parents when you're young and you think they've got their shit together. Mm -hmm. But then you hit an age where you're like, fuck, they were just trying their best. Mm -hmm. And that's all they knew. Yeah. Because I'm 34 and I don't have my shit together. Exactly. Like I don't either and we're about to be moms. And we'll just wing it. Exactly. But that's what our parents were doing. Our parents were winging it. I know. Yeah. And, you know, they get home late from work and I'd be like, well, what time's dinner, mom? And she just walks through the door and, like, I put Mm. we put all this pressure on her and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 I'm like, oh, I'm sorry that you didn't have dinner ready at 5.30 on the table for me when I was starving. Yeah. Like, so true. bad. Yeah. We had Solomon on a couple of weeks ago and we're talking about like the work and therapy and relationships. And he was like, well, it all comes back to your childhood. So I was like, well, how do you not fuck up your kid? Mm-hmm. And we hadn't an- announced Tal was pregnant and then Tal's like, I want to know the answer to yeah, that. Yeah, I'm like <laughs> sitting there like my eyes are like, yep, can you please tell us? And it was, he said, work on yourself. That's yeah. the only way you cannot fuck up your kids because it all starts with you. Yeah, it does. Yeah. It really does. And I'm yeah. like, wow. They yeah. are sponges. Whatever you do, they, like whatever they see. Mm-hmm. Mm they're going to, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going to be in their brain. Like, you know, I think if me and my husband were to have an argument, which we never do, it's never in front of our children mm-hmm. because 
if they see that, they're going to see like, they're going to think, oh, my parents hate each other or mm-hmm. they don't love each other or whatever. And we're full of love and I never would want that f- for them and I would never want them to think that we don't love them mm-hmm. or that we're not in love or anything like that because, you know, I come from a family of divorced parents mm-hmm. and, you know, there were times where I was like, oh, shit, mum really hates dad. Mm-hmm. And now I'm like I look back on it as an adult and I'm like, oh, yeah, shit happens. Yeah. yeah. You know? I do think there's conversations and things that you should definitely have away yeah, I agree. from your children. Mm. Definitely. Like, I mean, my parents are still together, but, I mean, my parents used to fight all the time. And I used to sit in my room crying because mm. I was terrified that dad was going to leave. I don't want my kid doing that. No, not well, at you all. and Damien haven't even had a fight no, in your whole relationship. We've been together for, like, two years and have not had one fight. Yeah, we don't really fight. Yeah. The only time we fight is it's about... He's ex, that's it. We don't yeah. fight generally. Like, or he's snoring. That's as, that's as bad as it gets in my household. They're like, we have like a disagreement, yeah. but we've never fought. fought yeah. mm. Like there's so many things that I'm like, oh my God, that is so fucking annoying. Why are you doing that? Mm-hmm. But we've never actually had a fight. Do you think, because my mum asked me this question the other day, she would love for me to have a kid. And I was like, mum, like it will happen when it happens. Mm-hmm. And she's like, just do it on your own. Do you think women can do it on their own. Absolutely. Yeah, I do. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I, if I hadn't met Damien and I was a certain age, I would have a child alone. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. That's how much I wanted to be a mom. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's terrifying and it'd be fucking hard, but I do think you can do it alone. Yeah, I think if you really want it and you really mm-hmm. want to be a mum, you would move mountains to be a mum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Agreed. And if that means... It's on your own. It's on your own. You're not mm-hmm. on your own. You've got a village there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know? Yeah. Like I think if you've got a great support system, you're never going to be alone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I was because wa- I was watching The Real Housewives of Sydney and that. <laughs> oh, God. I haven't watched it yet. Oh. I refuse. Oh, my God, their accent uh, does my head in. <laughs> Which one? All of them. They're like, oh, we live in Sydney. And, um, you're Australian. Put on your Australian yeah. accent. And the Bondi vet chick is in it and I think oh, she's yeah. like a certain age and she was um, a lot about her dating life but recently she spoke about having kids as well and she was like, I think I might do it on my own. Like she always had a picture of her life and it was having children mm. in it but there's a lot of women out there in their 40s that haven't met that someone. Correct, yeah. And mm. I think if you, like, can easily provide for a child yeah. and you have a house over your head, you have a job and your child can have a comfortable life, not comfortable, but just, like, you can feed your child. Yeah. You know, I think – I don't think there's an issue. Mm. Like um, – and yeah, like I said, you should I, do it so then our babies can become yes. the new three best friends. <laughs> Honestly, so like if, like I said, if I hadn't met Damien, I would have done it. Yeah, but we had like my always my theory is like I don't want to bring a kid up in that environment. My vision has always had been yeah. like the mom and the dad, mm. and I haven't held my life's happiness on having a child. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Whereas Tal has always been like, yeah. I want a child. Mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. I don't want to be alone. Like I want I have a child. Yeah. I was like. That's the different mm-hmm. point of view. Like even with my ex, he was like, let's have kids. I was like, one, okay, like we can try but I don't know if mm. like I can fall pregnant. That's number one. But I'd never, yeah, I'd never had the picture of like if I don't have kids, my life's like. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't be the same as yeah, you. Yeah, like it would just I th- it would be cherry on top but it doesn't define my life if I do or don't have mm. kids. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird like even like the last – probably like six months when I said to – or probably last 12 months to Damien, I'm like, look, like 
I'm a couple of years older than you. Like, I really would love to be a mum. Like, you're you cougar. <laughs> I know, or like two years, whatever. But I was like, I definitely want to have a family, and I, I know, like, you're my person. Um, but I was also like, if it doesn't happen, I have to accept that it's not going to happen, and a child's not meant to be a part Correct. of our lives. Yeah. Which I think is the hardest thing when you dream to be a mum. But I was, I was kind of like, I just have to accept that, and that's kind of a little bit which we can talk about now is like labor. Like I want to have the child a certain way. Same. But I know that I can't get attached to that outcome because anything can happen before that or who the fuck knows what's going to happen. It's a bit like that. It's like you can't get attached to the outcome because I I don't know, you just. Can't have expectations. Yeah. Yeah, you just can't. You can't. So that's been a lesson for me during this is like really trying to just go with the flow surrender whatever happens happens and I know as long as I'm healthy and the child's healthy the end of the day I don't care like whatever but I still there's a specific way I would like to have the child how how do you go with other people's opinions with oh oh my god (laughs) you can go first I don't even know where to start on this there's so many opinions we had a dinner last night and we were saying oh Tully gets too many opinions next minute They're throwing opinions. They're like, well, you should try breastfeeding. No, see, like for me, I've already made that decision. I'm not breastfeeding. Mm. I'm just not doing it. I'm not a cow. Kudos to the mums out there that do breastfeed. It takes a lot out of you. I'm selfish. I'd prefer to sleep an extra hour than sit there and pump or breastfeed. I don't think that's selfish. That's you being a better mum. Yeah, I think so. And I think it will make me a better mum. I want to be able to have the option of my husband getting up at 2 a.m. every night and doing that feed for me. Um, And I want to know how much food my baby's getting. Like at the end of the day, I suffer from anxiety and knowing that she's not getting enough Mm -hmm. or what have you will not make me sleep. So I'd rather just know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, the opinions are just not warranted. I just don't want to know your thoughts. I don't want to know your way. Mm-hmm. Every mum is different. Everybody learns differently. Um, I'll do it my way regardless. You know, I've been told there could be birth disappointment if I decide to have a C-section. But mm. then, you know, there's people that go into labour for 30 hours and then end up in a C-section. Mm. That is not my dream. That mm-hmm. is not how I want to remember my child coming into the world. Mm. Yeah. So if I tell you that I'm going to have a C-section, keep your fucking opinions to yourself mm-hmm. because it actually makes me feel like shit. Yeah. Oh, you know, breast is best as mm-hmm. well. Like mm-hmm. that's a whole other thing. So, yeah, opinions that are not warranted are not great. And it's so funny because I don't know if you feel this, Vic, but you get opinions from people who haven't had kids. Correct. People who are currently pregnant, people who had kids five years ago, people had kids 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. I'm just like, oh, my God, there are too many of you and you literally have to put blinders on and ignore. Like you're listening but you're not taking it in because it is so hard. Like I'm very similar to you. I'm a very anxious person. So. There's a specific way I'm pretty sure I want to see section yeah. and I don't like don't come at me because whatever that's just my decision because I don't want my child coming into this world and I'm a super anxious wreck Correct. because I believe yeah. in energy and I don't want my child mm-hmm. as soon as she comes into the world picking up energy that no. like you know I'm anxious or heightened or whatever um and then the breastfeeding thing oh my god I'm just like too many opinions like let me do things that, that I want to do because at the end of the day, I want to be a good mom. I want to be present. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly the same reasons you just yeah. said. But every single person has an opinion and it really annoys me, especially people. And I know a lot of like my friends and family 
definitely coming from like love. Yeah, I but agree. there's a lot of people on the outside. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I just announced last so a week ago. Instagram. Oh, you would have DM after DM, Holy right? shit. <laughs> the people that write, oh, like, I'm not giving you my opinion, but, like, you should do this. Oh. You should do this. I'm like, <laughs> uh, I'm like, I try. And I, I'm the kind of, in, like, I respond to every single person, like, mm-hmm. on the post, in the inbox. So I do acknowledge their message, but I try not to let it sink into my head. Okay, welcome back to Chemist Warehouse Picks of the Week. Your turn, Tal, because you actually are obsessed with fake tan. Yeah, I actually am. And this product, I saw it at the Chemist Warehouse brand showcase and I was dying for it to come out. So it's a Barley Body Face Tan Mist and it is the dark. So what I like to do is I cleanse my face and then I just spritz my face with this. And then the next morning you wake up and you look super fresh. So you, it's like a tanner. Yeah, it's a self tanner. Do you use it every day? No, 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 not every day. I use it probably every second or third day. So it's just gives know, you that glow. Yeah, and I'm not a gal who likes sunbaking in the sun yeah. as we shouldn't, um, and I especially always wear sunscreen. So I do like my face to have a little bit of a color, and this is amazing. And it's a new product. I have had some before from other brands, and the little nozzle's really not ideal, but this one is so good, oh my and it God. sprays evenly on your face. Cool. Yep, so you can get this available from Chemist Warehouse and it is one of my favourite, favourite products. I'm going to invest in that because I've spent too much money on lasers now getting rid of my pigmentation. Yeah, well, you shouldn't get in the sun anyway. Oh, well. Swear people have to realise that everyone's story is different. And just every single because person. what worked for you doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else. Exactly. And it's like at the end of the day, I cannot say this enough and you'd be the same. I just want my child to be healthy. Yeah. And I want to be healthy too. Yeah, exactly. Whichever way she comes into the world, I want to be fine (coughs) and I want to make sure that she's fine Mm -hmm. and we're fine together and that's all that matters Mm -hmm. because, you know, birth is a crazy thing and Mm. some women have died or do die during birth. Like it's Mm -hmm. it's horrific. Yeah. So I want to make sure that I'm alive and she's alive and if that means that I've got to get cut open and have my baby in the way that I want to have my Mm -hmm. baby, then keep your opinions to yourself. Exactly. And, like, I think the important thing is to say too is there's – cesareans for every single day yeah every single day there's natural births every single day there's nothing wrong personally I think with either because it happens thousands of times a day (laughs) I know I agree yeah do you know what's going to be the hardest thing for you two over the uh, from when you have your kids for the rest of your lifetime is now when people are pregnant around you Mm -hmm. not not putting your opinion in. I'm going to work really hard on that because yeah, I same. know the pressure. That's what I mean. Yeah, it's awful. Because what what I'm listening to, it's like don't give your opinion unless you're asked. You can ask 100%. someone. You can say, oh, yeah. I'm not sure about like breastfeeding or bottle. What did you do? And why? Exactly. Yeah. But if there's no question to you, don't put your opinion I've, in. I did that a couple of weeks ago with Rochelle's sister, Bella. Mm. She was like, we're just sitting there. I was like, oh, can I just ask, ask a question? Mm. Like, did you bottle feed or breastfeed? And she's like, oh, I breastfeed at the start and then did bottle feed. I'm like, okay, can you just tell me why and what you found the difference and just like whatever. And she was very conscious. She was like, this was the way I did it. It worked for me. And, just, blah, blah, blah. and I was like, that was such a nice way to give advice. advice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the people that just DM you or like say it, I'm just like, oh my God, fuck off, seriously. Or it's like when with back to not feeling well and feeling I'm feeling fine and mm-hmm. whatever, I've got a few friends that have announced they're pregnant around us. 
And, you know, I get messages from them being like, oh, I feel like this today and I feel like shit and I've got this pain and mm-hmm. that pain. Why do you not feel it? I'm like, I don't know why mm-hmm. I don't feel it. Mm-hmm. Like I, I'm lucky and I'm, you know, fine and whatever. And they kind of make you feel shit because you're not shit. feeling it. That's yeah. not nice. And then she's like, oh, how this particular person's like, oh, how are you going to give birth? I'm like, well, I don't know yet. However mm-hmm. she comes out, she comes out. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. just it's like people dig while you're pregnant for information information, mm-hmm. yeah. and to find out what you're going to do so they can have an opinion mm-hmm. on what mm-hmm. you're doing or yeah. what you're not doing right. Is this person indecisive? No, no, no. not yeah. at all. It's, and this person's already had a child too. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's so weird though because like there's ways that like I've obviously had different to you, like I felt very sick and all these things, but then there's things that you've had that I haven't yeah, had. Correct. So it's like that's why there's no point – comparing your pregnancy with someone else because Everybody's all different. pregnancies are so different. And there's been some things we've both had, like this congested nose. Yeah. I'm like, can you just fuck off already? <laughs> like it's so annoying and like, um, I don't know, it's just no point comparing yourself. But you've said that there's actually a beautiful side to the pregnant community at the moment yes. that oh, you've yeah. experienced. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So that was another thing that I hadn't had, like because obviously for a while like – you were the only person mm-hmm. I knew was pregnant. Mm-hmm. So I was like messaging you and all the time. And um, I hope I never said like. No, why, never. Because yeah. I, I was just thinking that I'm like, I hope I never said no, that. No, never. But um, we're like checking in on each other. Yeah. Like, oh, I feel sick today. Like how are you feeling? Yeah. Or you've got a scan today, whatever. Um, But when I announced on Instagram, I had a few people message me who are currently pregnant as well. Amazing. Or um, like different areas of pregnancy or mums who – had had children or whatever, there's a really beautiful community mm. of mums or mums are about to be and mm. you feel like this bond, it's yeah, really, it's really weird. Cute. Um, like I've been messaging like a few, do you know Emma Victoria? She, oh, she used to be on Neighbours. But oh, yeah. she lived in LA yeah. and has moved back to Gold Coast. She's about to have a little boy. Oh. So we've been messaging and I was like, and I know she was like doing Barry's workouts in LA and I was like, oh, thank you for sharing all these things because it made me feel more comfortable, comfortable to do workouts. Yeah. Um, and then like Chantel Staten, who was also pregnant as well. So it's kind of nice to message like mums. Yeah, I agree. Because you just feel like you're like a little bit connected. And that are going quite, through what you're going through at the same time. Yeah, yeah, it's quite beautiful. And then the funny thing was yesterday, and I know Vic's been craving it too. Oh, yeah. Yesterday <laughs> I could not stop thinking about this salad sandwich. One, I felt like it a couple of days ago. And then I saw um, Indian Clinton's sister, Bella, post this delicious Oh, it looked unreal. It looked unreal. Sandwich in Sydney. And I was like, oh, my God, I need that immediately. And I yeah. could not stop thinking about it. So I did a post being like, where do you get, like, a jam-packed salad sandwich, like bakery salad? Yeah, like old, old school, school yeah. sandwiches. I'm craving it. Like, your girl's got to have it. Then Vic wrote, oh, my God, I've been craving this for two days. Do you know how many <laughs> pregnant women messaged me? And did you said, eat it? No, I'm getting it today. Oh, okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm like, cannot wait. Um no, but how many pregnant women messaged me and said they have been craving salad sandwiches? Wow. I think it's a girl thing. I don't know. I don't know if I'm speaking it's at school so here. wild. But I find being pregnant with a girl, like, I don't want junk. I Same. want fresh. I want, like, oh, vegetables. Nice. I want fruit. Same. I want cold. Like, yep. that sort of thing. And Agreed. that's the thing. Like, I had a salad wrap the other day and I was like, oh, this is elite. Like, oh, I could eat it every day. Yeah. Like a cold salad sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird because a lot of the women were saying, oh, yeah, you're having a girl. I'm like, oh, actually, yeah, I'm yeah, having a girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, yeah. when I had a girl, I was craving all the same yeah. like, fruits and stuff. Um, So I cannot wait to get that. But it was so funny how many pregnant women messaged me to do that. I want to go back to the community of pregnant people mm-hmm. because Tal and I had this conversation earlier this week when 
um, a lady we know, Michelle Battersby, announced her pregnancy. Mm-hmm. She's a hardworking lady, has her um, social media app Sunroom, mm-hmm. and she was quite vocal about pregnancy and her career. career. And I messaged mm. Talon's like, oh, Michelle's pregnant. She's like, I've actually been messaging her all day because it's something I can really relate to. How do you both feel about career post baby? Mm. <laughs> Tal and I are very different. <laughs> You're like, Dad, I'm not going to yeah. see ya. I'm not coming back. Um, I plan on taking two years off to begin yeah. with. Like, yep. I know it's a long time, but I plan on only having one child mm. and shoot me if that's the wrong thing to do because I've had – more opinions about I'm oh you can't you can't just leave her on her own she needs a sibling I said well if you're going to carry it sweetheart yeah. then mm. go she's also for got it. lots of cousins yeah exactly she's got siblings mm-hmm. essentially as well mm. um, true so yeah two years and then we'll see how I go I'll mm, reevaluate yeah. I'll still do bits and bobs here mm-hmm. and there because I have to insert myself because that's the person that I am yeah um, to make sure the team's still running smoothly but yeah I'm taking two years off yeah. that's my I think that's my fine dream. I'd like honestly I like, just don't want to miss anything yeah, yeah that's fair and um um yeah I felt a very certain way towards Michelle's post and that's why I was can you explain her. Michelle's post a bit better because you obviously yeah so Michelle basically was like I've been holding off having a child for a very long time because of my career, career. Yeah. and I just was really worried that if I have a kid my career is gonna you know she's part of like a startup tech company and stuff so she was just really scared that like having a child and you know pr- like she couldn't be successful it, in her if, career and be a mother a child, yeah which is very much how I've kind of felt, but I'm also like in another half of my mind is there are so many women who work and have kids. 100%. I mean, a great example, look at Steph Klesmith. Mm. Oh, she's a legend. She works her ass off. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she's very lucky that her husband, Josh, can be a, a stay-at-home mm-hmm. dad. Um, but she's a perfect example of getting your career, doing your career and being a mom. Mm-hmm. And yes, there's a lot of sacrifices in that. You know, you might not be as home as much where, mm-hmm. you know, you do miss out on things. But um, I was very much like Michelle. However, I have accepted that you just have to make changes and yeah. you have to be super organized and I can still have a career and be a mom. Definitely. Absolutely. Yes, there will be milestones that I may miss. Um but maybe later down the track that, you know, once you have set up your career and you're a bit more successful, I will be able to spend more time mm. with my child. Um, but, yeah, it's something I thought about a lot and I still think about and I go through waves. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just, with a, having a child, I just don't think you're ready at any time. No, I don't think, I don't think there's a time. It's like, okay, so... I'm going to plan to have a kid in December 2025 yeah. and then, like, you just it doesn't work like that. No. Mm-hmm. And, no. like, I could have definitely, I said this the other day, I could have definitely gone another five years without being a mum just for career-wise. But and unfortunately our bodies don't. Mm. Exactly. But pause. I'm 35, 35 and mm. I'm just, like, I also didn't want to wait until my late 30s and then have to go through a lot yeah. of money, a lot of, mm-hmm. like, Who kidneys. Like, yeah. You just don't yeah, know. You just know. And I just... Personally, for me, my personality, my anxious type, I don't know, and I'm very emotional, I don't know if I could have gone through that. No mm. way. I just actually don't think I could. Like the fact of like, I mean, we had, I was listening to a podcast the other day with Britt Selwood and she went through 11 rounds of IVF. Nah. Imagine each time, and I mean, there's thousands of women that have done this, but this was just one story I listened to. Each time 
that it doesn't happen. That is so, and I've never thought about it. The emotional toll that takes on your mind mm. and your body is absolutely wild. And it made me feel really like, I don't know, I just felt really sad for a lot of women. Like I was just like, imagine, you know, you do the deed, whatever, you're waiting that time for your period and then your period comes. Oh, fuck. Well, that's what we're saying. Yeah, that's like me. Like, and and, mo- you know, like, when you put it in perspective that way, like I feel like an idiot because like I was peeing on a stick for two months mm, and they were mm. negative or whatever it was and then my period came yeah and I'm like there are women that spend money on each round yeah mm. and they've got to go through surgery each round and it doesn't happen for yeah. 12 months 24 months whatever it may be it may never happen yeah. and it's like oh I was crying over two months like mm. you know it puts life into perspective yeah. a little bit I just I just know myself personally I don't think I have the emotional or the Same. mental ca- capacity to go through that so I just don't think you're ever ready and I'm excited to work and be a mum, like I said that. But I think it's just going to be a different change of life, very organised. Yep. Your tribe's going to have to step mm-hmm. in and help, um, which my sister owes a lot of babies. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that post really got me and I was I, I felt for her a lot. Mm. Yeah. Because... In a way, when you're reading something like that, you're like, oh, that person is so ungrateful. But she's not coming from, like, an ungrateful sense. She's coming from, like, vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was – it's, yeah, it's something I think about all the time, but you just got to – I don't know. I think it's not one or the other. Yeah. Like, I don't think, you know, you have to be a mum and then your career gets yeah. left behind. Mm-hmm. I've got a very close girlfriend who is tossing up and, you know, oh, when should we do it? Oh, maybe we'll do it this, you know, month or next month. And I'm like, you can't plan your life. Yeah. Like, mm. you, can't. you just can't plan it. So, you know, your job's going to be there. Just have the kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and then work it out. Yeah. Because you're going to have to. Yeah. I feel like now in this generation, a lot of women do put pressure on themselves to also be like a breadwinner, to be successful. 100%. And a lot of their self-worth probably um, is dependent on that level of success mm-hmm. within their work mm-hmm. and self-worth. So if they don't achieve that or some of that perceived success is taken away, it kind of eats at their identity and mm-hmm. self-worth mm-hmm. because we've built our identity mm-hmm. around our success. Career, yeah. yeah. Which is wrong. Like totally. But I don't. it's something that I think a lot of society does. Mm. I just think I know, you know, I've made that decision that I want to stay home for two years. I'm very lucky that I'm in a financial position that I can Mm. and not everyone is and that's, you know, each to your own. Mm. Um, But I know if I was to go back to work so soon, I would come home and give my kid 40% of me. Yeah. Which is not fair. Yeah. Um, You know, I get quite tired um, and then I want to give my kid 100%. Mm -hmm. And if that means that I have to be at home, for two years, and that means I have to be at home. Your cup yeah. has to be overflowing to give that. Correct, yeah. 100%. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah it's um, yeah, it's a funny topic. But I want to go back to foods. Have you been craving anything? At the start, it was icy poles. Oh, yeah. Like at nice. nighttime, yeah. like before I went to sleep. Really strange. Garlic cloves, I buy them in a jar. Oh, ugh. Raw, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I buy them in stock. Oh, that's literal gag. I buy them in a jar, and they're kind of like pickled. And I just have like one or two a day. Like it's really strange. Oh my god, I can't. <laughs> oh, it feels so um, sick. 
now I'm in my chocolate milk era, so I have chocolate oh milk before I go to sleep. I saw Demi Duncan. She's <laughs> pregnant with her fourth, and she was in a chocolate milk era. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I do chocolate milk at nighttime. Yum. Um, and then that's it. Like I haven't had any food evasions. Like I eat everything. Still, yeah. Yeah, still all fine. Yeah. But that's probably the most cravings that I've had. Yeah, see, whereas I'm, I've gone off a few things. I cannot have a latte. I used to have a really? latte every single morning. It was like my favorite part of the day. I cannot. I want to try. I had a sip of Sarah's the other day and I was like, oh, that's not that bad. Mm. But I don't know what it is. Just even the thought of going to buy is it a milk? gag. I don't know. I think okay. it must be the milk because I've been drinking instant coffee at home. I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I drink instant coffee. I love it. Yeah, I've been yeah. really enjoying it. But I've gone off that. I've gone off yogurt, which I used to eat every day. Like a lot of things that I used to have every day I've gone off. Mm-hmm. Um, what else have I gone off? Oh, there's some random things, but I've been craving like a lot of fruit. I was craving at the start. I was craving like carb stuff, like toast, baked beans. Oh my God, baked beans. Wheat bix, like a lot of things. Oh, I'm in my wheat bix era. Oh my God. I was, I, I can't, I probably had too many wheat bix now. I'm off it. Um, I was in a sustain, you know, sustain cereal. Oh my God. Delicious. Oh, (laughs) I could not like, I was into all my to be sustained, it's fucking delicious. Well, it must be a pregnancy thing. It's easily or all people think. Yeah, no, no, but a lot of things that I used to have as a kid, kid like sustained, very old. Yeah. Um, I was craving. Now I've done that stage, can't do. Now I'm into like a fruit era. Mm-hmm. Salad sandwich, which I'm gonna have today. Um, oh, but yeah. I feel like with cravings, like in pregnancy, like I'm not craving anything like but when you think about something, you can't stop oh, you thinking need about it. it. You oh, need, need it. it. You need it ASAP yeah, yeah. or you will keep thinking about it until you mm-hmm. have it. Like a few weeks ago, I was craving Cocoa Pops. I could not tell you the last time I had Cocoa Pops. Like it would have been like 10. Elite. And then I was like, I need Cocoa Pops. No, it's a staple in my house. Really? Oh, my <laughs> God. I was like, I just need Cocoa Pops. So there's like so many things that you just think about. And like I just had a weird thought. Like I'm like, I kind of feel like cornflakes. Yeah. Weird. Anyway, but you just can't stop thinking about it. It's I so I have a weird. question for you, Tal. Yeah. What are you not eating that you're like? What are you eating that you're not meant to be eating? <laughs> like Do you know the stuff? answer? Yeah. No, I'm just saying. Like yeah. I've been feta. I like what that. So then you're not. Yeah, supposed, like they uh, say. Like you know, there's a list of things you're not yeah. meant to eat, right? And yeah. I quite I don't understand why. But feta, anyway, I'm eating feta halloumi. I we had some- something last night because you were like to the waiter. Oh, I don't care. Yeah. Oh yeah, we went out for dinner to super normal, and there was something, and I was like, "Can I eat that?" Oh, the lobster roll. Oh, the lobster yeah. roll. Fuck. Yeah. She's yeah. like, no, you can have that. Yeah. It's, I, it's pasteurized. pasteurized. But I was like in my head. The I'm lobster like, is pasteurized. Well, the mayonnaise or oh, whatever. Oh, I was like, like, what? Oh, no, the mayonnaise in it. Yeah. Like, yeah. If, I don't know if you guys have been to Super Normal, but the lobster rolls there are so fucking good. Yeah, you can eat And that. I was sitting there thinking, I'm like, oh, I need that lobster roll. Um, no, I've been eating like a lot of like feta. But they're. But in when you Google it, they like say you don't have it. But my OB was like, as long as it's pasteurized. Yeah, same. You can have have it, you had hummus? Yeah, I've had hummus. Yeah. No, so I haven't had hummus or tahini because you said like. No, I, I have. Yeah, you I have. asked him and yeah, he said yours, I could do it. Anyway, yeah. if anyone's listening to this, make sure you ask your doctor. Yeah, ask your doctor. But I Don't asked, listen to us idiots. <laughs> I asked about tahini and hummus and he's like, oh, my God, eat it. Yeah. So, uh, like, I don't know. I'm eating everything but sushi, like sashimi. Yeah. Um, salami. And salami. But I'm I have ham in a toasted. Sushi. I have, like, ham in a toasted. I've sausage. got a question for both of you. Yeah. After having your little girls, what's mm-hmm. going to be your first meal? Sushi. <laughs> <You're> sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'm talking about it. 
I'm going to drive out of the hospital with my baby in the back and yeah. we're going to go straight to Nobu yeah, and we're going to yes. have the biggest sushi platter yeah. I can find because yeah. that's the one thing that I'm dying to eat and my husband's like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, please. Yeah, I'm like, so this is interesting too. And again, do not take my advice. Talk to your doctor. But I've had a few people send me videos because I said the other day. Yeah, same. I've had a few people. It's like children. I don't know what they are. Like baby accounts. And some of them say you can. As have sushi. As, yeah, but not like, yes, they do. And again, I don't want to. Like how often, you got to think about it. Mm. How often do you get sick of sushi? Because they're doing it for listeria purposes. Mm. Like I'm no doctor, no OB. But yeah. they say it's so just in case you get food poisoning and it goes to the baby and then you, the baby can get ill and you can get ill and it's not a great mm-hmm, time. Mm-hmm. I've been told not to eat it. I'm staying away from it. Mm. Yeah. Do I still have the other stuff? Absolutely. I had a whole tub of boccaccini last night. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I'm not eating sushi either. Having said that, though, this weekend I am going to go to Kmart and buy that fucking sushi kit and I'm going to make What for? You can't eat it. No, you can make yourself. You can make yourself but not raw fish. I just need a sushi hit, so I'm going to do cooked tuna um, and, like, avocado and just to get my hit. But I'm the same. I'm not going to touch it. But there are accounts that people have sent me that they say you can eat it. And I've seen you a couple of TikToks of this girl. Um, But, again, I'm just – it's nine months. I mean, less now. But that will be the first thing. And I don't even care if it's sushi, sushi. Like, you are dropping me sushi. Yeah, whoever wants to bring gifts, don't bring flowers. Bring Bring a sushi sushi. and bring me, like, a salami board. Oh, yeah, true. (laughs) But, yeah, that's probably one thing I'm going to eat. Yeah. Oh, I'm so excited. I'll bring both of those things to you. Yeah, both of you. I'm like cooked tuna, chicken teriyaki, raw spicy salmon, like just everything. I'll bring you a spicy marg too. Oh. <laughs> that's another thing. I love a margarita. Yeah, same. I'm not, again, I'm not a massive drinker. I don't know you're not a massive nah, drinker either. But, but I love a margi. But I love the taste of a margarita. Same. So I'm like, summer's going to fucking kill me. We'll be right. Oh, I hope so. Just have a non-alcoholic Can you have like We're doing it one. for our kids. Yeah, yeah there's no alcohol in it. So would it taste the same? Yeah, no, a little bit. Need to, well, maybe I'll just have a mocktail, but I, that's one thing that's going to really, really sting in summer. And the sushi. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck. We're so uh, How do you want to wrap this up, you two, my two pregnant besties? Um. Well, I'm not saying my due date. Neither I'm not am telling I. anyone my due date. Well, you guys know my due date, but I'm not actually announcing my due date. And my family, if I go in for a cesarean, I'm not telling my family yeah, the date. Yeah, same got that from you that mm-hmm. was actually you're not advice. going to tell the day nah. oh i'm just surprised oh, obviously you'll, sarah will have to know because like we work together but i'm you not, will probably know the date yeah 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 <laughs> like but i'm not telling like i probably won't tell my mom and dad that's cute yeah i want to surprise them yeah same um, unless i go into labor like of course early or something mm. i'll be like get my dad over yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but other than that no nah, i'm the same them. we made well actually i got the idea from you because mm. we're like i don't want every motherfucker there or whatever because it's such a special time. Hundred percent, a special partner, moment. I don't you know, want the line. Please. I love my family. I love you all. Extended. Mm-hmm. If you're going to listen to this episode, but please don't come. Yeah, it's probably <laughs> going to be, let you. be our most listened to episode yeah. because of all the the family. I just, until I let you. Yeah, true. <laughs> I just think like I would like to have at least a day or a little same, like twenty four yeah, hours, forty eight hour bubble of me, my husband. My bleeding vagina <laughs> and, you or know, or my stomach. Yeah. Like, just let us find our say, feet. Your you vagina's know? not going to be bleeding probably. <laughs> Hope. Uh-huh. Well, it will because I won't be breastfeeding, so. Oh, is that what happened? Yeah. I didn't know I that. Didn't know that either. What? You don't. 
Listen, guys, I'm no oh doctor. Oh, my God, fuck. I've seen the You don't get tomorrow. your period when you breastfeed. So, like, your period holds off yeah. until you stop breastfeeding, uh, right? Most women anyway. But if we have a C-section, you it's got to come out somewhere. How long after the C-section? I'm pretty sure it's like a few days. And oh, Jesus comes. Christ. I'll be wearing nappies. So will you. Oh, nappies is on my um, list. Yeah, anyway. me too. But that's it. I'm just like I want to have at least a day with Damien and Same. me and the child and then, you know, my family can come. Because, I mean, we're going to be in hospital for like five days, mm-hmm. aren't we? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't even fucking know. And I'm just so excited to share this experience with Tal and go through it all. And, you know, we could be in labor at the same time. Like, who knows? Anything could happen. Can you imagine? Um, And, you know, you don't, I know some mothers feel alone during the night when they're feeding their babies. And I'll be like, are you awake? Are you awake? Wake up. What are you doing? I didn't even think of that until we said that the other day. And I was like, oh my God, that's so true. I'll have Vic to be messaging in the middle of the night. Like, I know a lot of women feel isolated. Yeah, they do. Yeah. So it'll be kind of nice to have someone to message during the night when you're like bottle feeding and tired and maybe having the same emotions. So it's so nice. Um, But again, congratulations. I'm so excited for you. Me too. I can't believe we're both having girls. I know. Making little besties. I know. I'm so excited. I've already got a Pinterest board of like baby outfits. So, yes. Like, share it. <laughs> yes, I can't wait for you two to both do your pregnancy photos together. Oh my God. Yeah, yes. we need to. I was just thinking about the other day. I'm like, we need to do a bump photo when they're big. Yes. And, yeah. I've already had like two photographers message me. So, I've got cute. a photographer Perfect. lined up. She's like, let's do something really cute. I'm like, yeah, how do you? Yeah, Done. Cute. Well, I love you both. And we I love can, you. And I cannot wait to Auntie be here. Babies so, love you. Yes, I cannot wait. Thank you. Thank you. It's us again. We're back. It's Tully and Sarah. And if you don't know, we have an activewear brand called Tully Lou. And we have Australia's favourite leggings, but not only do we have leggings, we've got hoodies, we've got outerwear. We've got everything that you may need for an active lifestyle. So we want to give you guys an offer. If you've never shopped at Tully Lou or if you've shopped at Tully Lou and you just want $15 off your next order, you need to take this offer and it's TL Cherry, all caps, all one word, and pop that in at checkout and you will get $15 off. So head to our website. It's www.tallyloo.com or head to our Instagram, stalk our page, use the code, and let's get you all in some TL. And welcome to the family. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.